FM fills you with pleasure. 98.5. So that's my way of welcoming you to the program today. Uh, my guest, uh, Mrs. Helen Odega, River State Secretary, Family Planning Advocacy Working Group. Mrs. Odega, you're welcome. Thank you very much. Okay, now I have another, a younger person, actually, Constance Azo, Program Officer, Center for Women's Health and Adolescent Development. Constance, you're welcome. Thank you very much, ma'am. All right. My name is Rachel Ona, from now till a quarter to two, we'll be talking family planning. Happy Mother's Day to everyone. Uh, it's great to be a mom. Yeah, it's great to be a mom. But the essence of this program today is that uh, you don't regret being a mom because of uh, the experiences surrounding not doing family planning. So, Mrs. Odega, yes, what please. is family planning? Um, thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. Family planning is a way of life. It's just like life planning. You know, it's an informed and a voluntary decision that couples or individuals make regarding uh, when to have a child and how many children to have and when to stop having children. So it's a voluntary um, process. It's an informed decision and it's for everyone, not just for people who are married. It also includes um, people. Uh, Mrs. Odega, you want to throw more light on the types of family planning? Okay, so um, there are some family planning methods they call the long-acting uh, reversible contraceptive methods. And those are the ones that could stay in the body of uh, the female for up to five to ten years. Like, for instance, you have the IUD, that can, they have the ones that can stay for five years and the ones that can stay for ten. And then the, in the uh, implants that can stay for three to five years as well. So those long-acting reversible contraceptives are usually advised, you know, especially when a woman has a, wants to limit having children or, you know, wants to adequately uh, delay the onset of, uh, of, pregnant, of achieving pregnancy. Mm. So we have those ones. And then the permanent methods, like she said, like, those ones largely come in place when you are done having children. Like for a woman, you've had the number of children you want to have, and then you just go for a tubal ligation. What is tubal ligation? Cutting off the a, Yes. No, oh. not, you're not cutting off the womb. So, what so is, what it's a surgical mean? procedure that they use, you know, to just tie the fallopian tubes to make sure that why, why how do pregnancy take place is when the fertilized the egg that is released comes in contact with the sperm so when they tie the fallopian tubes it just breaches that gap so the sperm is not able to fertilize the 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 egg so that's too, uh, permanent for the female and then for the men too it's also a minor surgical procedure they call the vasectomy so it's also permanent so they cannot uh, have children after that but well, doesn't limit their sexual activity because that's what some people think that when a man goes for vasectomy he can no longer perform sexually no it only you know um limits his ability to procreate but then his sexual activity you know is still intact okay now um still on uh, on you mrs odega when okay. should couples start talking about family planning well like i said earlier you know family planning is more like life planning so if uh, a man and a woman come together and they say they want to get married i think the best time to begin to talk about family planning is that period of courtship 
So because you know this this the the man may have a different opinion from the woman. So it's always better to begin to talk about it from the onset so that you have an understanding, you know, before you go into the union and then so that you know the man can give the woman every necessary support required for her to be able to uptake a family planning method so as early as possible if you are already married and you didn't have the opportunity to discuss this before marriage as soon as possible you can at least from the moment of even hearing this you can begin to talk about it and you're already married you already had your first child your second child you can begin to talk about it you don't need to wait until you know she gets pregnant a third time or a fourth time and you're like ah we don't want more kids so as, as as soon as possible you know the couples should begin to talk about it so that they can decide how many children do we want to have how many um, how many years in between each child do we want and when do we want to stop you know so it's important to begin that conversation very early on in the relationship all right uh miss uh, constance as why do why do you think people don't uh, take up family planning okay people are reluctant to take it up some people there is this um, fear. Okay, I will say myths and misconceptions, stories that are not true. So there are many false stories about family planning out there. So that's the main reason why women, most or most people, they, f they find it difficult to take up a method. Uh, Mrs. Otega, you want to throw more light on these myths and beliefs that uh, hinder people from taking up family planning? Okay, yeah, there are quite a number of myths and misconceptions, and one of the commonest ones, especially amongst women, is that they believe that when they take up family planning, then they can no longer have children, which is absolutely untrue. So, uh, taking up family planning.